Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office right there in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com for past episodes and to get more information about Kevin and the planning process that they use at Insight Folios. That's insightfolios.com. Uh, we've got a fun show on the way today, so if you're, uh, you know, a little bit too cold, hopefully you're, you know, warming up in the vehicle, driving around, listening to us on the show today, or maybe at home or working in the garage or something like that, uh, we're glad you are with us. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about retirement planning with Shaq in the beginning of today's show. Should be a lot of fun. You know, we've had Mark Twain. We've had all sorts of great philosophers here. We've had Kenny Rogers inspiration that we've pulled from for retirement guidance here on the show. I thought it was time we mix it up with some Shaq quotes on today's show, Kevin. So Sounds like fun. I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know who doesn't like Shaq. He's a pretty hilarious guy, very personable. And um, even if you're not like a big NBA fan, I still like seeing clips from him and the guys hosting their NBA talk show because they're just always doing something funny on their show and making fun of each other and just, just having a good time. So And he's a pretty good entrepreneur, too. He is. Entrepreneur. Yes, he's yeah, been in yeah. some movies and uh, yeah. inter- entertainer. He's very, very diverse. Yes, he is. And uh, a cool dude for sure. Uh, we're going to talk about that, some fuzzy math that maybe you or maybe your advisor might be doing when it comes to your plan and how you can spot those kinds of things to make sure you're getting true planning done. And we're probably going to talk about some of this market volatility that we're experiencing right now as well. All that on the agenda today. But let's kick it off, Kevin, with a fun quote of the week. This is from Henny Youngman. And uh, you said the king of one-liners, right? Yes, he is the king of one-liners, and, and this is a pretty good one that he had here. I've got all the money I'll ever need if I die by 4 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a new planning technique I'll have that's to right. use, right? There you go. Yeah, 4 o'clock plan, I'll call it from here on out. So I like that, uh, the 4 o'clock plan. Yes, yeah, the 4 good. o'clock plan. But Henny, Henny Youngman has a lot of great one-liners. I was watching some documentary on him, and he was just going for like, an hour just one lighters you know i don't know how you could remember all those but he did he was a pretty funny some guy. people's brains just work like that don't they they just they're able to just you know rattle off one after another same as dad jokes like some people are just the, the zingers and the one-liners and the little little corny jokes they can just pull them out left and right uh, my brains never worked very well that way i don't know why but i've got an uncle who constantly just sends me little little one-liners and puns and all sorts of things like that and it's just so interesting to see how different people's humor works yeah, so the four o'clock plan, and then the uh, um, the way that he delivered it was pretty was pretty funny stuff to me. Nice. I was uh, listening to Mel Brooks the the book uh, All About Me, which is a very good book. It's a long book, but he does he talks a little bit about Henny Youngman in there, and it's 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 quite of a interesting piece that he does on him. All right, so Kevin, from now on, when people come in to get a Simplicity Express plan uh, to meet with you at Insight Folios in the office, you're going to draw them up two plans: the full blown customized financial plan 
and then also the four o'clock plan. The four o'clock plan. And you'll, you you'll really, pre- really want to have fun? Let's do it. You'll present yeah. both of them and say, here's, yeah, your, yeah. here's your two plans. You get to choose which one you want. So There you go. You, you go into it with eyes wide open of what you're going to get. Either A or B. Like a I or just B. Ca- I just came from the eye doctor, and that was this thing. A Oh, that's or right. B. A or B. And you're like, uh, I don't know. They look the same. <laughs> I'm always so nervous about that because I'm like, what if I'm wrong, doc? And then like... You know, like what? Because sometimes, like, if I didn't blink, then maybe one got a little bit watery and it looked a little bit better than it actually did. But now we're on a whole different circuit of comparisons because, you know, I was wrong on that one. You know, and now I end up with a prescription that's not the right one. I was like, you're giving me way too much choice. You know, like, just zap me with a laser and tell me what my eyesight needs to be. You know, <laughs> well, I can tell you, Dr. Gray's standish is, is the person I go to. He's a great guy and he tries to fool you. So, you know, he goes back A and B or one or two. And it just works out good. And he's got a touch, Walter. I had the progressive lenses now, so but I couldn't see at him. And the girls there just having a hard time adjusting for me. Okay. He comes, looks, at, looks at me for about 10 seconds, five seconds, takes his magic pliers, does something, comes back, been good ever since. So very interesting. Okay. So that's really good feedback because I know we're not, we haven't even touched really finances yet in our conversation, but I want to go down this rabbit hole with you because I'm sure somebody else will find this interesting. You're the third or fourth person. And I don't know why, but in just the last like week and a half that I've had a conversation with about progressive lenses. And so my mom is wearing glasses for the first time in her life. So it's a new adjustment for her. Now she's worn reading glasses for a really long time, but she's got actual glasses now. And they told her to try the progressive lenses, but she's really struggling with them. Peripheral vision. uh, She's struggling to deal with like the whole transition and they're just really uncomfortable. She's not liking them. And the people in the office that she goes to said that, yeah, that's a common complaint and you may have to go to the back to bifocals or try something else. So, yeah, that's interesting that you were also having trouble with it, but you got it you got it fixed and you're more comfortable now? Oh, yes. The, Dr. Graves is a great guy. He l- just looked right at it, and within 10 seconds, he adjusted them, however he adjusted huh. them, and I was good from that point forward. So you, you like the uh, you like the progressives now. That's now, good. Now I do, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, a little free, a little free plug for uh, Dr. Graves. And I'm looking out new glasses as we speak. It just happened last week, so, or two weeks ago, and I got the glasses last week. Very nice. Well, that's yeah. great. I'm, I'm a contacts man myself, but uh, I do have the pair of glasses for the evening evening wear once the contacts get a little dry at the end of the day. But it's fantastic. Good to know. Otherwise, I'm blind as a bat, Kevin. Can't see, any, can't see anything. I don't know what I'd do if we were still back in the hunter-gatherer days. I think I'd be at the end of my time. I'd be, star- I'd be starving. <laughs> We'd be enough. starving. Is that, is, is that a rabbit, a squirrel? No, it's a rock. Yeah, or, or, or a bear. Oops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hi, hi, Kevin. Oh, no, that's yeah. a grizzly bear. Oops, yeah. I'm in trouble. Oh, too good, too good. All right, let's dive in. Speaking of grizzly bears, uh, Shaq, let's talk about him and uh, the financial planning wisdom that we can glean uh, from one of the greats of all time, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, so Shaq once said, excellence is not a singular act, but a habit. You are what you repeatedly do. Oh, man, all sorts of good wisdom wrapped up in that. That's a good one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, what was uh, last Wednesday, Walter? Do you remember? Last? Oh, so Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day Rep- t- right? Speaking of repetition, right? So, yeah, let's, let's remember that movie Groundhog Day where uh, he lives. One of the best. Yep. So Bill Murray, he starts out, he can't play the piano that good. And at the end of the movie, he's pretty good at it because he repeatedly did it over and over and over every single day. I forget for how many years. He also got really good at smashing the alarm clock. He did. He did. (laughs) But the same thing goes along here. I can tell you a story of one of the nicest ladies that I've had as a client, and she recently passed away, but she worked for MBD Bank. And 
her dad taught her early on age to save 10% of whatever your paycheck is. So when I, I asked her this question, so how did you accumulate so much money? She said, when I first went to MBD Bank, I saved $10 every other week. Not every week, every other week. So 20 bucks a month. And she did it for 30, 30 plus years. Do you know what she ended up with? Uh, I'm going to guess a lot of money from Over that consistency. Wow. Amazing. Over a million. Now she increased it as she, as she got older and she made more, but, but the singular, you know, act here was she did it repeatedly. She did it every single week and she forgot about it. She says she never looked at her statements, never worried about the markets up and ups and downs, but that's what she did. And it started with a mere $10, $20 a month, let's call it way back when, and then she grew to over a million dollars and she got better at it and she just put an automatic pilot and she increased it every year. She made more and it and it was well over a million dollars as a matter of fact. And that's what can happen in, in planning when we're talking about retirement planning. If you're a younger person and you're starting out at 18, you got a whole lot of doubles ahead of your time. In other words, what I'm saying is the rule of 72, take whatever interest rate you think you'll average over your over the lifetime. If it's 10, you divide it into 72 every 7.2 years, that investment will double. So that's something that everybody can do later on in life, earlier on in life, and it works. And I, there's just proof of it right there. Fantastic. That's a great example and story as well. Uh, you're talking with Kevin Ray on today's show. Uh, thanks for joining us. If you have questions for Kevin, you can call anytime at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or come by, say hello, drop by at the office there in Pinconning, or go to the website and find out more information as well insightfolios.com. That's your place to go. We're talking about shack and retirement planning, two things you didn't think were going to go together today on the show, did you? But they go together really well, actually. <laughs> uh, something else that Shaq said was, I'm like taxes. Mess with me, and you're going to pay one way or the other. I love that. I love it. <laughs> he, was, he was a pretty good guy for all these quotes, it sounds like. Um, but what are we talking about in taxes here, Walter? What are we talking about every week? Well, you got to pay the tax man. I mean, you gotta pay the tax death man, and taxes, right? right? Nothing right, you can right, do about it. Right. So you have a 401k, you have an IRA. Well, what happens? Well, you're going to get a tax deduction now. So if you put a, uh, $100 in a week, you don't pay taxes on those $100. But what are we doing down the road, Walter? Oh, well, we're going to we pay them then. Pay me now, yeah. pay me later. Yeah, we're just kicking a tax can down the road, right? So if you grow to a million dollars in the last example, well, you owe taxes on all million when you when you get retirement age. Now, if we take the other hand, we take the Roth IRA, you don't get the tax deduction, but so you're going to pay taxes when, Walter? If we don't get the tax deduction later, you're going to pay taxes now. Now, right? So, so no matter which way you do it, just like Shaq says, you're going to you know mess with me, you're going to pay taxes. So, But in the, in the long term there, that goes to that same million dollars, it's all yours, it's tax-free. So what do these things have in common? You're going to pay taxes one way or the other. People come into my office, Walter, and we've heard the Pink Hunting Express go by um, occasionally, you know, the train. And I'll say, look down those those railroad tracks down there, and you can see the train light way, way down there in, in, in the distance. And we know that's sort of like taxes. It's coming towards us, it's coming towards us, it's coming to us. So the, the thing is, do you want to pay now or do you want to pay later? And it comes down to tax rates. We're relatively low tax rates right now. If it's mean we're doing planning, depending on your age, you know, we're going to have that discussion. Do you want to pay now or do you want to pay later? Let's look at it over a 20-year, a 30-year time frame, see which way makes more sense for you. Fantastic, Kevin. These are great examples. Love learning from Shaq and what we can do to make retirement planning a little bit better and easier for folks. And hopefully we're having some fun along the way today. If you've got questions about how you can improve your tax situation or building good financial habits, 
All of those things plus so much more are improved when you get a financial plan in place, and Kevin Ray can help you put together that plan. Again, to get in touch, all you have to do is go to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. Click the Listen button to ask a question, to listen to past episodes as well. You can also check out um, the Simplicity Express button and get kind of a mini starter financial plan. Uh, Very easy with just a few clicks of a button. A great place for a lot of people to begin if you're not quite ready to have that phone call and that discussion, but want to test and see where you are financially right now. Again, go to insightfolios.com and click on Simplicity Express to get your own mini starter financial plan. All right, Kevin, another quote from Shaq here. The day I stopped worrying about stats is the day I started winning. What's your financial connection with that one? Well, we know that you know people get really emotional, especially now because the market seems to be more volatile. So, do you, Walter, do you like riding roller coasters? Uh, I used to, and then one year we went and rode them, and it just was, it was really weird. It like hit my wife and I at the same time. We were like, oh, this is not fun all of a sudden. And it was just like, it was really weird. It was just like in the middle of the ride. I was like, I'm not enjoying this. And I don't know, it wasn't like I was scared or I didn't get sick. It was just like, I'm not enjoying being jostled right now. (laughs) (laughs) And we haven't been back since, even though sometimes I still want to go, but yeah. Well, the same thing here, right? The market's up, the market's down, you know, got the pandemics, we got 2008 fresh air in our mind. So that roller coaster ride is unsettling to a lot of people. Yeah. But if we go back to the very first person who I say, say $10 every other week, her mantra was, I put it away, I didn't look at it, I was in it for the long term, and it grew to a million dollars. Now, she went through a lot of ups and down cycles in that same time yeah. period. She, she, she was on the hurler for her whole life, essentially, with all those ups and downs. She was, you know, she's seen lots of things that we haven't seen, you know, and it just long term. That's what we keep saying. You know, if we if we're in the market, it's a long term strategy. And don't worry about the stats. Don't worry if it's up or down, because long term, we know that the stock market has done well. It's done better than CDs. It's done better than interest rates. It's done better than bonds. And it's just the way that it works. Um, but if you're in the market, and you're going to be emotional and you're going to think, I'm going to pull my money out today and put it back in tomorrow and try to time the market. We know that doesn't that doesn't work. So take uh, Shaq's advice. Stop worrying about the ups and downs in the market and concentrate on the long term, which is winning. And over the long term, the stock market has always won. Last but not least, Kevin, we'll wrap it up with this one. The only person who can really motivate you is you. This one, clearly a, uh, a good quote from Shaq. And I think your connection here will be pretty easy. Well, yeah, where am I going, Walter? You already know where I'm going, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, put put one foot in front of the other, right? Yep, and stop procrastinating, right? Yep. Because the only person, I can, you know, we can sit here and talk on the radio and tell you how a lady saved a million dollars. We can t- give you all sorts of examples. You know, I can encourage you. I can do all the things to come in and make a plan that you should do. Um, so when you get to retirement age that you're there, but the only person who can do it is you. You can sit on the sidelines or you can choose to get engaged in your own planning. That's what it boils down to. It's you, not not me, not Walter, not your spouse, not your parents. It's you. And the only way to get involved in that is for you to take the first step, just like Walter said. You got to take one step after the other. And it's not that hard. Once you start going down that path, it becomes easier. The hardest step in this financial planning process that I've I've learned over the 30 years, as Walter says, um, that I've been doing it is taking that first step, gathering the information, getting involved, getting engaged, because guess what? It's your retirement plan, yours and yours alone. And you are going to be the one responsible when you get to retirement age. 
you know, if the good Lord shines on you and you make it to a retirement age, it's you and you alone that has to prepare for it. And then here's where the guide comes in. Here's where somebody, you know, your advisor comes in to help you get there, to help you navigate all the ups and downs, you know, um, of, the, of the market, show you income planning strategies, you know, tweak your 401k as you're getting closer to retirement for the investments that meet your meet your needs. And it starts with you. We can't say it enough, Walter. We say it week in and week out. If that's you, you know, it's, it's easy. Just start, start, you know, by taking the first step. And that first step is to do one of a couple things. Uh, easy way to do it is pick up the phone, give a call to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can call, set up a time to visit for a one-on-one review of your financial plan and start putting together that more comprehensive plan, something that's going to bring you a little bit more peace of mind in your retirement. Again, 888-885-PLAN is the number, 888-885-7526. Call now if you get the voicemail, no big deal, leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will follow up with you shortly to set you up for that conversation. 888-885-PLAN. And we're always online at insightfolios.com. More coming up on today's show. If you need more good financial planning, advice, guidance, conversation, or if you just want to have a little fun, you know, we do a lot of that too here on the show. Uh, We'll be back with more coming up in just a second. Stay tuned to Simply Financial. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area, office in Pinconning. And my goodness, Kevin, the groundhog saw his shadow earlier this week. More winter on the way. You you prepared for it? I am, Walter. You know, there's certain things you can do in, in the winter, but I prefer summer. I hear you complaining already. <laughs> well, you know, I can get the snowblower out, you know, I can snowblow them out. We do some fishing. We do all, all sorts of things. You got activities, you know? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we bundle up. You'd be all right. That's right. Exactly. You know, but that doggone groundhog. You know, he seems to be living a long, long time, right? I know. It's like uh, hundreds of years hundreds old at this of, point. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we got to put it. We got to change the tradition here. Or something. Sounds like you want to go hunting in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> especially when he sees more winter, you want to yeah. go hunting. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's too funny. Uh, well, it sounds like to me, you know, I think it's always a little bit fuzzy the prediction of are we going to have more winter or flip the spring a little early. And part of me wonders, hmm, just how much does that groundhog really know? And it gets me thinking that, you know, how much other fuzzy math is going on out there with people's financial and retirement planning? And I think that a lot of investors and maybe even some advisors, Kevin, fall victim to this fuzzy math during their planning process. And I want to explain why someone making these kinds of statements that we're going to talk about here in the next couple of minutes, why it might be based on some fuzzy math and really get to what we're talking about here. So I'm sure that you've had a client walk in and maybe say this themselves or say that they heard it from somebody else. But they might go something along the lines of, you know what, the mutual funds that I'm invested in have averaged 7% annual growth for the past five years. And I'm really happy with that return moving forward. And so they kind of base their plan a little bit around that. How do you do you hear that, first of all? And then how do you react when you hear that kind of stuff? And, And where's the fuzzy math there? Well, we do hear that from time to time, you know, say my mutual funds average X or whatever it is, but there's all the disclaimers on the bottom of all investments pertaining to the market, Walter. And you know, basically what it says. What's that? Past predict, past, oh, past performance. performance. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. Doesn't predict future performance. Not, right? not indicative of future not, performance. Right. 
So let's think about that for a minute. If you average 7% for five years, there's something called sequence of returns. Do you remember us talking about that in the past? Yeah, like when when you either invest or when you withdraw things, like that timing can impact stuff, right? Yeah. So if you just Google sequence of returns, and there are all kinds of examples out there, but let me give you one, Walter, that that I've known or used quite a bit. Please do. So so you, you retire at uh, 66, right? You got a million dollars in the market and you take out five, uh, 50,000 a year, 5%. So the first three years, do, the, do, I, do I need to get my calculator ready? Are you going to quiz me no, here in a second? No, I'm okay. not going to quiz right. you. So, but the first three years, you're up five, you're up 28, you're, you're up 22. And now on the other side, we start out in a sequence of returns in the bad three years. So the first three years on that side, you're down 25, you're down 14, you're down 10. Okay. Okay. Now, all I'm doing is flipping these numbers upside down. So if you take, you know, the, the, the 25 years, I'm just flipping them upside down. But they both average 6%. The big difference is you start out good on one side, you start out bad on the other side. Follow me? Okay. I got you. Okay, so we start with a million dollars. You start out good. So we should end threes. up with the same amount at the end because the the return is the same, or yes, the, the percentages are all the same. Yep, you average six percent, right? Right. So this this goes to that notion. So the person who started out in three good years, they took out the fifty thousand a year, but it, they started doing it at sixty five. By the time they're ninety, they got two point five million. But the person who started out with three bad years, the secrets of returns coming here. They started out uh, minus 25, minus 14, minus 10. Now, has that happened in the past? Yeah, 2001, two, and three. At age 82, how much money do you think they have left? Well, that's that's where the common sense makes me feel like it's the same amount as the other people because 6% for them and 6% for the other folks. But I know you're going to tell me I'm wrong. 45,000. Whoa, that's a big difference. That's a big difference, right? So it depends... When we're talking about that, it depends when you start out. If you start out in good years, no big deal. If you start out with bad years, then that big deal comes into play. And that's where growth-minded people get sometimes stuck on that kind of math. Well, if it's average 7% or 6%, I should be fine. Well, it depends on those secrets of return. So you got to be very, very careful in there. And when what, we're planning, What was that difference again? The one had how much versus the other? Well, the one the one person had $2.5 million, after which on 50000 a year until age 90. And the other person ran out of money basically at 83. So almost a $2.5 million difference just from the first three years being different. Right. And that's what we're talking wow. about here. So how does that apply to you or to the average person out there? Well, you've been in growth for all these years. You, you've, you know, Wall Street's done a good job at you know, training you to growth. When you look at your statement, I'm going to bet most people look at their statement and they just focus on what it's worth. They don't focus on the income that it produces. So this is the difference. If we're going to be going into retirement, we should be looking at investments that produce income no matter what the market does so we don't run in this type of situation. So be careful on that. Don't, if, you're, if you're focused on growth, and if we start off in some good years, it's obviously a lot better than starting off in some bad years. I got to be honest with you, Kevin. That makes me want to just put my money in under the mattress at that point. You know what well, I mean? Like that's almost so so annoying <laughs> you know what like I'm, I'm just i'm just stepping outside like you're the financial guy i'm just a guy who talks to financial guys and i'm trying to just like navigate this investing world myself and sometimes you hear stuff like that and you're like oh what is the point of just like engaging when you, there's that big of a difference from something that seems so small like just changing the first three years of returns and you just completely change you know the financial outcome at that point it's just that frustrating that's why that's why your income plan is critical going into this because you don't want to be stuck in that. You need investments that generate income. 
man, uh, that one is definitely sobering, no doubt about it. Uh, if you've never heard of Sequence of Returns, if that's the first time that you've heard somebody talk about that or you want a little bit more explanation, it's one thing to talk about it on the radio. Kevin's got some charts and can kind of show you in person what that looks like as well. Sometimes the visual for those visual learners out there might be helpful also, or just to talk it out and look at it with your actual money. Kevin, you can kind of put people through what's a stress test. Is that the best way to describe it? You can kind of illustrate this with somebody's own portfolio in a way. I can. I can show exactly what I just showed. I can say we have okay. started off in three bad years. What's it look like in your situation? All right. So if you want to get that demonstration and uh, have that be part of the process to help you learn a little bit more about your money and planning for retirement, get in touch with Kevin Ray at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or go online to insightfolios.com for more information as well. Boy, that one is uh, some funny math. We start to get the idea of how that uh, just throwing out that annual growth amount doesn't necessarily apply to the rest of our financial lives. Uh, Got to put it into context. That's important. All right, let's shift gears a little bit because now I'm shaking from that example, Kevin. Uh, let's talk about Social Security. If somebody comes into your office and they say, it's definitely best for me to wait until 70 to start Social Security. That way I can get the biggest monthly amount possible. They're technically not incorrect, right? But, but is there some fuzzy math involved there? Oh, there is some fuzzy math. You're right. They are right because you're going to get your biggest amount if you wait till age 70. That's like when you get the math question right with the teacher and she's like, but you didn't yes. show your work. Yeah. <laughs> I got that a lot because I could figure a lot of that stuff out in my yeah, head. Yeah, like I did it in my numbers. head. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, The answer is always zero. Just right zero. Yeah. <laughs> so we've lost a couple of clients here, um, unfortunately, Walter, in the last month or two. And this is the worst part of my job. I love my job dearly. And I get to know people for 10, 20 years in, these, in this case, and then we lose them. And I can tell you, one fella, he waited till 66 years old to take his Social Security, and he just passed away a couple mm. of weeks ago, and he never drew any. Oh, wow. And he, and, he, and he lived relatively, I don't want to say, you know, conservatively from 62 to 66 cause he, because he needed extra income, but he didn't want to draw on the Social Security. So when we look at it that way, um, you know, are you more apt to be – you know, up and able and adventurous from age, let's say, 62 to 70 or 66 to 70? Chances are probably yes. So it depends. You know, if your health, you know, if you have health problems, if you have longevity in your families, all sorts of things that come in here. But it most people that we talk to, you know, or that we see that I've, I've been working with all these years, they are more active early on in retirement than they are later in retirement. So there's there's a lot there's a fuzzy line there that we have to look at going forward on that. Mathematically, it makes all the sense in the world, but emotionally and physically, it maybe it maybe it doesn't. So that's something that we have to determine going forward. And if we wait till seventy, it's usually twelve to fourteen years for you to break even had you take it earlier earlier on in life. So if you're seventy now, you got to live to eighty two or eighty four. And if you live past that in, in this example, you'd be better off waiting till 70. But what if you die at, at 78? Those numbers are tricky, right? They're fuzzy when you look at it that way. So it may have been better to take it earlier on because you had all those funds, all those dollars to work with and use. So this one really boils down to you're asking the wrong question or you're focusing on the wrong element. So when you're talking about the Social Security strategy that you want to choose, I'm just seeing if I, I pick this up okay, Kevin. Um, let me know if I'm off track here. The question really isn't what's going to give me my biggest monthly amount. That's certainly the question you want to answer if you know you're going to live to be 110. But 
since we don't know that answer, really the right question you need to ask is, when should I take Social Security to maximize my lifetime take home? Or how it fits into the rest of my financial plan, I guess, can also then influence these kinds of things. So it's don't focus so much on the monthly amount and maximizing that. We want to maximize the lifetime draw of Social Security by factoring in some of these other things. We do. And yeah. a lot a lot of people I talk to, you know, they have big plans for the first 10 years of retirement. So this could, you know, if you take it earlier, this, you know, we run the numbers mathematically and see which way makes sense, you know, for the first 10 years versus the next 10 years and so on. So it's it, it depends. And so that, that's how you sort of give goals or purpose to the dollars. You could say, okay, your, your 401k solves all of your basic income needs. And for your fun money and your trips, that's what we're going to use Social Security for. But then by the time you're 80, you're not expecting to be going on these trips as much. And it won't be a big deal that Social Security is not higher at that point in your life because we want that extra money now for you to fund your trips and those kinds of things. Is that Ex- what you try to do with different accounts and portfolios? Exactly, because we have what we call a shortfall, right? You have X amount of dollars coming in and you want to do all these other things. Let's say you have $3,000 a month coming in and it costs you 5000 So that $2,000 is shortfall. Well, that Social Security may help you fill that shortfall or if, just like Walter said, you may have to draw down your 401k to let your Social Security grow bigger. We look at it from both angles. Which mathematically does it, does it make sense for you? And then if you have a lot of bucket list items, we have people have some you know huge bucket list items that they want to accomplish. We may, we may take it a little bit earlier just for that reason. So it depends on your activities and adventures you're going to be and those types of things. Uh, it's helpful uh, to see how that starts to work, why you start having these more complex conversations, but in a way the complexity makes it easier to understand, seeing how using Social Security and kind of manipulating when you take it, how that meshes with your 401k or your IRA over here, how you can move these different puzzle pieces around. It sounds to me like I could come in to meet with you, Kevin, and there are maybe five or six different ways that we could structure a plan to fit my needs. For the for the one client, there might be three or four different ways to kind of uh, you know slice that cake and make that portfolio and that plan come together because you have this flexibility of manipulating around versus another person comes in and it may only be really one best way to choose from. Just depends on how the numbers look and what the needs are, right? Well, some clients, you're right, Walter, some clients that come in, They'll have three or four different scenarios, so we'll build them three or four different plans showing the different scenarios, and then, you know, we can go from there. And then some some people that come in, you know, oh, they just got one scenario, and that's good. We'll figure that out also. But everybody is different. So if you're getting the same cookie-cutter plan from the big brokerage houses, don't do that. You have to figure out your scenario, your planning, your life, your retirement, and make it comprehensive to you, and then go from there and make it a good financial decision. Very good. That number to call again if you want to get in touch with Kevin and talk about your specific plan, figure out questions like this of what growth do I need on my dollars combined with when should I take Social Security, what about taxes, all these other pieces of the puzzle and the equation, uh, give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can get a complimentary review of your financial plan. Make sure you're on the right track to get to and through retirement and that you have some more peace of mind when it comes to the planning process because honestly that's all I really look for these days when we talk about some of these different things I just want to know that I'm going to be okay I want to know that the the food's going to be on the table I want to make sure that those basic things are taken care of and then start focusing on the fun stuff from there and uh, it sounds like that really carries through to the planning process that they subscribe to at Insight Folio. So if you want to learn a little bit more about that process, talk to Kevin about your specific plan. Again, the best way to get in touch is to pick up the phone now while you're thinking about it. Don't procrastinate. That's a big enemy 
of success in finances, give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Or go online to insightfolios.com. More to come on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Each week, we take a little sidestep from the financial world just to talk about something interesting or fun to get to know Kevin a little more. Uh, Kevin, I'm curious. We're talking about not food on this week's show. We're talking about uh, but something else that's very still well-liked and universal, sleep. Uh, so my question for you is, do you normally fall asleep easily, or does it take you a while? I'm usually out like a light. Really? That's a good thing. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm, I normally, you know, once my head hit the pillow, within five minutes, I'm usually gone. I can tell you a funny story, Walter, how hard I sleep sometimes. Yeah. We went camping. Up, I belong to an organization called Cannon Creek Ranch. It's a hunting club, of course. And we went up there to visit some friends. And we're staying in just, this is probably 25, 30 years ago, probably even longer than that ago. Anyway, we're staying in the tent on our friend's lot when they're staying in their camper and a big thunderstorm come through. And I woke up the next morning and there's branches all the way down, a couple of limbs down. And my buddy says, I thought you'd have come in last night. I said, why? He says, you didn't hear that storm? I said, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so normally I go to sleep, I go to sleep. So It was happening all around you and you had no idea. Yeah, He thought I was going to come in the camper and get out of the tent, but I mm-hmm. never knew what was going on. So. See, so that's interesting. I'm a hard sleeper once I get to sleep usually. Like I sleep through storms and all that stuff as well. But I have trouble falling asleep for sure. So I I know they say don't look at your phone to fall asleep and that kind of thing. Like it'll it, it keeps you awake and all this. But I look at my phone and scroll and read news and things like that. To and I usually fall asleep pretty quickly if I'm doing that. And I I wake up you know hours later still holding the phone in my hand or it's at that point you know maybe falling off to the side or something. But I'll fall asleep mid scroll on something. Who knows how many people I've accidentally texted or called as my <laughs> as my hand is still on the screen and I fall asleep. But I have found lately for some reason that helps me get to sleep. When I don't do that, I'm just wide awake with my thoughts and my brain races 100 miles an hour. So I don't know, just sort of like letting my brain veg out on like mindless, you know, news stories and scrolling. I'm, it must be the same impact that some people get you know, they bored when they read or like they read and it makes them sleepy and tired. So I guess it's that same kind of thing. And uh, yeah, that usually works pretty well on me and gets me to sleep quickly. Now, the big question is when you fall asleep with the phone in your hand, and it hits the floor. Does it wake you up? Yeah, it usually doesn't make it all the way to the floor, <laughs> the floor thankfully. Okay. It just all gets right. kind of pushed to the side of the bed, I guess, somewhere. But yeah, that doesn't mean I've never not hit it onto the floor. That has happened a few <laughs> times. But uh, what more likely happens is uh, if I'm laying on my back, I'll fall asleep while holding it above my head and it'll hit me in the face. That's happened a couple. That's <laughs> oh, definitely happened a couple times. And uh, Connie doesn't let me forget it when that's the I was going to say Connie's having fun with those things. Oh, yes. absolutely. She she's chuckling as I'm sitting there falling asleep, you know, something like that. It's a uh, it's entertaining. She on the other hand is like you. She's, you know, she before her head hits the pillow, she's asleep very easily. Uh, gets to sleep so it's funny how we're all made up a little bit differently that way it is it mm-hmm. is all right more coming up on today's show back to the financial talk and we're gonna talk about some more fuzzy math in a moment you're listening to simply financial with kevin ray stay tuned physics encompasses the entire universe from quantum particles to supernovas from spinning electrons to spinning galaxies no need to complicate it this is simply financial 
Well, before we wrap things up this week on Simply Financial, I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Inside Folios. We've been talking on the show the last couple of minutes uh, before our Getting to Know You segment. We were talking about fuzzy math, where investors and even some advisors fall victim to fuzzy math in retirement planning. We talked a little bit about annual growth misunderstandings and some social security concerns. And I wanted to get in one more example of fuzzy math, Kevin, since we're all kind of hearing about this right now and experiencing it as well. And that's when it comes to kind of these inflation concerns a little bit. So uh, if somebody comes to you and they say, you know what, I'm currently saving for retirement, but I won't need to do that once I'm actually retired. So I won't need as much income in retirement as I do right now. They kind of have this understanding of their income need maybe dropping at retirement, I guess, is what people sometimes come into you with that assumption. Are they doing some fuzzy math to get to that conclusion? That's real fuzzy math, Walter, because as we're seeing now, um, and I know you like to go to the grocery store, Walter, because we've talked about this before, but are you seeing a dramatic <laughs> increase in prices in the grocery store? Yeah. My yeah. cart's not been very full lately because of the whole diet thing we've talked about on several shows, right? Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't seem to have been spending any less money at the grocery store. Exactly. So let's say that you think, all right, I got $60,000 of income. I'm good for the next 20 years. Well, I got a big surprise for you. 60,000 20 years from now probably has to be about 100,000. And I'm just fuzzy math here. We're talking about fuzzy math, but it certainly is not going to be $60,000 because the cost goes up every single year. When I was in high school, uh, Walter, I was went to a skill center, Bay Air Next Skill Center. And I worked at Schaefer Chevrolet as mechanic. I don't think we ever talked about this before in my first couple of years. No, uh uh-uh. That's cool. I made, I, I, and the reason I remember this, because I just went through my old tax uh, stuff, I made $3.32 an hour. That's awesome. Nice. Okay. You know, back in 1979. And gas was 50 cents a gallon. So I can tell you right now that back 1979, I could not live on $3.32 an hour, even if gas was 50 cents a gallon today, which we all know it's well, well, you know, $3 a gallon and all the other things that's come up in price. I bought my cutlass, you know, it was a used cutlass, but it was $3,000. If I bought something similar to that today, it's going to be $30,000. You have to factor in inflation. You have to save for that. We have to, when you come in our office and we do the simplicity program, if you need $60,000, I'm going to show that growing by 3% a year so we keep up with inflation until age 80, then we'll maybe lower it to two or one after age 80. So inflation is critical going into retirement. You're definitely still probably going to have to save more before you get to retirement and maybe some when you're in retirement. And that's where we have a surplus in our planning to, to take care of those types of things. So if that is you, don't think that once you're retired, the saving stops because it doesn't in most cases. And that's where the planning aspect comes in. Sit down, figure that out, factor inflation into your retirement plan and see how you're looking down the road 20, 30 years at age 90 or 95. Very good. That's helpful uh, perspective there, Kevin. And yes, if you want to get in touch, talk a little bit about how you can plan to factor inflation into your financial plan. Make sure that that is uh, going to be something that you can count on in retirement. Give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. If you've been listening to this show for the last couple of years that we've been on the radio, uh, you heard us talk about inflation even back before it was popular. <laughs> we were talking yes. about inflation even when there really wasn't any inflation going on because we knew that one day inflation would be rearing its ugly head again. 
And here we are, Kevin, with it making its presence known. And uh, people who planned properly are prepared for it. And they're okay right now, even with these increased costs. Uh, And they're going to be okay in the future because they planned for it and they knew that it was something to include in the plan. So this isn't just something that all of a sudden we've just started saying, oh, make sure you include inflation in your plan. This is something you've been trumpeting for uh, as part of the standard for your planning process for a long time. It is, because they change the way they factor inflation, too. So you have to factor that in going forward. Very good. Uh, hopefully that helps you out. Again, if you have questions for Kevin, want to go over your own financial plan, get a complimentary review of your plan, and to get set up for the future properly, you can give a call to 888-885-PLAN. Go through the simplicity process uh, to go through that in-depth planning and make sure that you're on the right track. 888-885-7526 or simply 888 888- 885-PLAN is your number to call to set up that time to visit. You don't have to have your statements and all that pulled together right now. Just uh, you know, call, express your interest, and you can set up that time to meet later on. Kevin will let you know what you need at that point. 888-885-PLAN is the number. And always online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, stay warm. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon. We'll talk next week, Walter. Sounds like a plan. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.